Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Beginners SEO Podcast. And today is going to be part two of my small business marketing masterclass with Emma Windsor, head of marketing at a very big UK company and host of the Marketing Nuggets podcast. We left off last week talking about how you can use AI to speed up your marketing. And we're going to launch in today to learn about how she would market a small business if she were a small business owner. This episode, if I say so myself, I think is actually better than last week's episode. So much value. She really does dive into exactly what she would do if she were going to be marketing. She basically lays out out a whole marketing plan for you. So you're going to want to listen close. All right, let's dive in. Okay, so the two that kind of most interlink and relate to or three that relate to sort of, I guess, SEO and what I'm always talking about are um, socials, SEO and PPC paid ads. So let's imagine I had a local service-based business like a plumber And then I also had an e-commerce business in the UK that sold babyware. What channels would you recommend for each of those? So the local one, the plumber one. So for local, you've got your website. You need to have your website. You need to make sure that you're a place on Google so that people can find you. So that would be my first, like, make sure that you're on Google. But that's not a channel. My channels would be... I pay, I swear Phoebe hasn't paid me to say this. I would do SEO, PPC and LinkedIn for this. Or I, or controversial, controversially, I might switch LinkedIn with, I can't believe I'm going to say this. Am I archaic? Facebook. Because. I know, Facebook, I think plumbing, I think. Yeah. Because yeah, people still are very, very, Facebook groups is still a thing on Facebook. It's one that like local community groups are hanging out on Facebook. And so. I would actually spend time making a Facebook page. But the key thing about that is one, making sure that you're then like in the groups. Um, I know that it's difficult in some like local community groups because they're like no advertising. But what you find is someone goes, hey, I need a plumber. Does anybody, can anybody recommend a plumber? If you're not in the group already and someone tries to tag you, it won't work. It won't click. So just being a member of the groups means that when people recommend you because you've done work for them Mm. and they at you, you'll then appear. Um, And then just take the time to get people to make the reviews on your Facebook, on your Google, because those two things are going to be gold dust for you. Being a local, being a local business. And it's something that's not a massive lift. Um, just try and like get the reviews as soon as you've done the work because it's so difficult to get reviews after kind of a week after the service is done. Um, PPC, I say that for the low hanging fruit, people that are desperate. Um, but then the thing with your PPC is it's going to work nicely with your SEO because you're going to be, people are going to be like plumber near me. And so if you're doing your SEO work in the background well, you're not going to pay as much to appear for near me because Google works with your SEO and your PPC together. So it will lower the cost. I'm sure you know this, but it will lower the cost. My listeners don't. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, just me and Phoebe here having a conversation. (laughs) Um, So you're actually, that actual investment into your website is actually working with your Google ads because you don't just want to chuck loads of money at Google because Google is a bit smarter than that now. It's like, thank you for paying me. But if your quality of your website isn't great, 
Um, yeah. I'm actually going to give your ad to somebody else that's got a better website because I think that it's more valuable for the person looking because Google actually cares about the person that is doing the research, not you paying the ads. Yeah annoyingly yeah it's it's true though yeah and I've seen that with clients and it kind of comes down to they're like oh we don't want to design a whole new website but it's kind of like but well if your product wasn't very good you'd make a whole new product so yeah yeah it's really important and then and then that's a slow burn in the background but then like with your SEO you can build on that but then you've got your PPC ads which in a way you can set and forget you need to kind of look at them monthly but if you're something like a plumber your services aren't going to change very often. So you can just be checking them, looking how they're doing, set those budget caps so it doesn't go off, you know, exactly how much you're going to be spending each month. Um, Couple that with, for a plumber, I'd probably say Facebook. If it was a service like a something that's a bit more service related then I would maybe say LinkedIn might be the route to go. So say you're a freelancer, say you are a, um, say you are a digital, say you're a, creator like a what's the word oh my gosh digital like a digital designer say you're a digital designer (laughs) then people aren't going to be like on (laughs) people aren't going to be in a local facebook group like hey i need a digital designer but they're going to be hanging out on linkedin saying hey i need a digital designer so if your service is more for like a b2b uh, a business then do stuff on linkedin if your business is like a plumber where it's going to be someone in their house needing something then Facebook's not dead contrary to belief a hundred percent I yeah I yeah I think that really really makes sense um okay what about the e-commerce business what would you recommend e-com if I was only going to pick three channels I would do TikTok because you there's so many people on TikTok that have small businesses that create really great content and that have product shipped yeah. all over the world and it is a much better way for your con your the algorithm to serve it to more people and it's yeah you can build an audience quicker there and I think yeah. it, it has all the tools for a product-based business to do some really cool easy content you can actually just follow your day also there's lots of businesses on there already doing it so you can look at them see what they're doing the next one I would say again is PPC, people searching. I sound like I'm on commission for PPC, but I'm not. People searching for a product. So say you sell, what did you say? What was the product? Um, babywear. Babywear. So say I'm buying a gift for my cousin. I could be like babywear X. I'm already, I'm in the market. I want to buy. If you're not on Google, someone else is going to get that sale. And then the third one I would probably say actually is maybe paid social because you're making all that co- that content on TikTok. You can make it on Reels. You can boost, boost it on TikTok. I would, yeah, say paid social and I'd pick whichever one, like where my audience is. Depends on where I would do. Millennial, Gen Z, even Gen X, you can probably get away with TikTok now. A couple of years ago, I would have said just Gen Z on TikTok, but it's not the case anymore. The other two, the other kind of areas are really um, growing. Even there's even boomers over on TikTok yeah. now. Yeah, really. Like TikTok is taking over. It's crazy how like trends for socials just change over time, isn't it? Um, yeah, I think sticks around forever. Nope. Um, so for the e-commerce one, you didn't recommend SEO, and I do agree with this. But what's your reason for it? Why wouldn't you? I think because. I don't think you should not do it. Like, don't get me wrong. I've worked in big e-commerce businesses and we had SEO. But 
I felt like it was a luxury that we could have once we had three or four channel, like core channels turning out and we had an okay website. So we definitely needed it when we got to a certain capacity, but I had the luxury of a 10 person marketing team and resource to be doing it for me. So it's not that I don't think it, but I think that if there's one person on it, I think there's, you can get better results in those other channels that I mentioned. I think a couple of the reasons are because it takes long, it takes a long time. It's something that you need to continually chip away at. It can be a bit frustrating in a way. Um, and yeah, you you could just get your low hanging fruit over on more search intent platforms. But I think it's a really difficult one because I'm not saying don't do it. I just think that if you've got time to do three channels, I don't necessarily think it's the one. No, a hundred percent. And that's something that I've noticed with my sort of smaller business clients. They tend to come to me. They've already got paid ads running. So they've already got income coming and they've got it coming. They've had income, you know, for a couple of years. And now they're like, we don't want to spend more money on Google ads or paid socials. So like we're now looking at ways, more sustainable ways to sort Mm. of grow our marketing. So it's almost like they've already got their business up and running then they decide to like, okay, how can we increase our organic um, revenue? So yeah, a hundred percent. I think um, for e-commerce, for me, that, that's where I see the hardest results for SEO, just because most of the time it's so saturated and you're up against the really big players. Like you're never going to outrank Amazon anytime soon, unless you've got no. a really, really, really niche product. Um, so yes, 100%. I agree with you there. Um, what about for a local service based business. And you kind of touched on this before when you said about how SEO and PPC work together. Um, but well, yeah, I guess kind of, could you expand a bit more on that sort of how, how they work together? I know you touched on sort of the website working with, yeah. 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 So I think it kind of goes with what you said about, you're not going to compete with Amazon. So if you're an econ business, so they have such big budgets, these big, big brands. And so yeah. that's why, you know, you always see on social support local business and absolutely support local business. When you're trying to do that against the the big the big players, it's it's difficult. And so that's why I do think that you should have your PPC, but it can't be the only can't be your only channel because you're just gonna get outbid all of the time yeah. by these big ones. So I know what I'm saying is kind of contradictory, and that's why that is why this is a good marketing lesson why you can't ever have one channel of marketing because they all kind of need to be working together um and you need to be yeah work you've got to remember that these big big businesses have got such big budgets but sorry plumber our local service i do think that you you should actually be focusing on seo and that's because you don't necessarily have these big competitors like the e-com brands do where they can ship globally, they can ship next day. And so it can be a, a harder space. If you are a local plumber in Chester, then you can really niche down. You've got your yeah. area and you've got your you've got your geographical area and you've got your service. And so already your competitor pool is much, much smaller. And so with your PPC and your SEO working together, it's going to be a lot easier to rank, whereas you're not going to have that many, not that much competition. So it's about competition in all, in all honesty. And as you said, like it's so saturated with with global e-com brands that it might not be the, the, right, the right one. So service-based, definitely. 
And then you can even like switch off your PPC once your SEO is doing so great that you're ranking organically. Stay with us. We'll be right back. When it comes to influencer marketing, there's a podcast that covers it all that you will want to add to your playlist. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. They talk about influencer marketing, social media, the creator economy, social commerce, and much, much more. They cover all aspects, including the creator economy, social commerce, the latest trends, the metaverse, TikTok trends, and that's just the beginning. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. Add the podcast to your playlist right now. Yeah, but then I do think, no, I was going to go down a rabbit hole there, but I do always think if you've got PPC working, um, I wouldn't recommend like switching it off straight away. Like, cause it's no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Just taper um, down. Tapering. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm sure that's what you meant, but just for the listeners, just they're going to go mm-hmm. to their Google ads, just like turn it off. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> Don't do that. Especially if you're get, if, if you're getting leads from it, if you're getting a good ROI from it anyway, then you shouldn't yeah, turn exactly, it off. Yeah. But it means that you can kind of make your um turn your budget down a little bit, maybe put it into paid social. Hey, I'm a marketer, I could spend budgets all day, every day. Yeah. <laughs> or you could you could um, you know, if you really hate sort of creating content, you can maybe put some of that money from um the paid ads into someone creating your social content. Like get yes. yourself an Upwork, find, you know, a little virtual assistant to help you sort of use, use how can I use that Google Ads budget um, for a more sustainable sort of channel? Um, okay, cool. Right. Moving away from SEO, although like I feel like you've just told local business owners and small business owners how to just market their whole business. Like I'm going to have to retitle this podcast. It's just... <laughs> So I feel like I'm contradicting because I'm like, if you do this, but then you've got to do this. But it's like, it can be a minefield. That's why I'm saying like pick three channels and just do them consistently. And the consistency could be once a week or it could be like that bigger thing could be once a month. But just having that cadence is going to make the difference for a longer period. Yes, 100% thing. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um and good advice for everyone. Okay, right. Yes, moving away from SEO. Um, I'd love to get small business owners excited about their marketing. Um, because for instance, earlier on, you mentioned, you know, one channel could be local events. And I think people like myself included, I wouldn't think of that um, as a sort of traditional marketing. I'd be like, oh, I don't know. Like, I'm just going to stick to the ones that I know when I Google. But events specifically for local businesses can be such a great way to sort of get your name out there. Um, so let's sort of like get people's creative juices flowing. What are some crazy campaigns, not just events, but anything that you've done in your career? How can small businesses stand out with their marketing? Just tell us what you've got. I'm sure this is going to be valuable. (laughs) Okay. So I think it's hard because a lot of the brands that you see on social, I mean, some of the stunts that I've done are just not gonna it's just not gonna be viable taking a giant tank in the middle of london taking influencers which emma has done like <laughs> full-on organized uh army military tank through london it, I, yeah. <laughs> I also organized it on the top of snowdon which was far more difficult wow. logistically on my that's, birthday as well <laughs> that's incredible on your birthday <laughs> that was pretty sad um but yeah, so there is kind of, you, and you see these things on LinkedIn and you go, oh, flipping. And like PlayStation did this whole thing where they like pretended that this big game had come in from a meteorite from um, out of space and crash landed in London. Then you're seeing what I'm sure everyone saw over the summer. I say this as if everybody's watching marketing like I am. No, Emma, they're probably not. <laughs> 
Um, but Barbie came out over the summer. They spent they spent more on marketing than they did on the actual film production, yeah. which love that for marketing um, girls everywhere. But they did all of these incredible stunts, massive, like loads of collabs. And I think that that is a bit like, well, I can't do that because I don't have those budgets and it can get very um, disheartening. So I think that there's a lot of ways that you can still have fun with it without spending lots and lots of money on it. There's a couple that I'm just going to like think of that I think that are um, kind of to get your creative juices flowing. So I love things like when uh, local shops or like local coffee shops have like signs outside saying like take the world's worst coffee according to somebody on TripAdvisor like sorry taste the world's worst coffee according to X on TripAdvisor <laughs> so it's like you had a negative review you're putting it out there and you're like having yeah. fun with it like some somebody said this was horrible like and um somebody actually did a campaign on this which was like shining um on like monuments in England so it would be like Tower Bridge and it would be like come visit Sharon's worst day out in London that she's ever had (laughs) so it's like obviously it's not it's like these are amazing places so don't think oh my gosh I've had a negative review what can I do I find it funny when like brands take the mick out of themselves they have fun um another thing could be something that is trending in your industry maybe you could it's called news jacking if you'd like to know what that is so um and this one this one is something that is is kind of difficult because you don't want to jump on every trend um but if it pertains to your industry so like Weetabix did this whole thing where they were um I'm going to explain this terribly but they were basically like other brands were saying like would you put beans on toast beans with your Weetabix and it was like gross foods with Weetabix and like other brands jumped on it so it's like is there something that's going on where you could be part of the conversation if you have a product-based business I've done this before you why not send people that you consider celebrities, whether that is your local radio host, whether it is somebody that is in the public eye locally, send them your product. Yeah. Keep, you it, yeah, don't, keep it really micro. Yeah. Yeah. You a, don't know. Like they, you, they yeah. might just post it. Um, this happened to me before, I've sent people my product and people have posted it. They're definitely not going to post it if you don't send it. So, and you just send it like, enjoy this product, like get a nice little like if you can get a nice little box, doesn't have to be, but like, hey, try my product. This is it. And and I've seen other places where like people, somebody saw James Corden in a, in a stadium and was like, try my product. And he tried it and he was like, this is great. So obviously you're not going to see James Corden everywhere. So that's why I'm saying like, you don't need to think big celebrities, but think of people like in your local area. Yes. You won't know unless you, unless you try. Um, something as simple as a giveaway I talk about um, the local events. Is there a local business that's similar to you where you could build, go together, do a giveaway? You get on their audiences, they get on your audiences. That's a really simple way. It's not big, but it's just going to get other people aware of you. Um, Free trials for services work really, really well. Um, If you're a service-based business... Just giving that little bit of value, if it's a half an hour free call, if it's a free um, asset, if it's just something where they can just try it for themselves. How many times have you all had a free trial and then you've just carried on because it's great? If your service is great, 
people are going to continue it. So I know it feels painful giving away something for free, but if you can just do it in some way, in like some capacity, then you will, that really, really helps. And my final thing is two things is one, you've got to take away that like, I need to sell, I need to sell, I need to sell mentality. It's like, remember they're humans, like they're people, talk to them, engage with them like you can't just be like buy my product so that's why you need to just think of like different ways that might be a bit fun to engage with them um that they're just aware of you and then your goal is that when they then want to buy your product or need your service you're then top of their mind because they remember that interaction that they had there's so many industries out there where like the industry that I work in 95% of people are out of market for this product at any one time so I should be like well it's no point marketing then is there because five <laughs> percent of the people and that's five that's 95 percent of my target audience so it is a very very small amount that are in the market for this service at any one time and so that's why I'm like trying to think long term and I'm like what can I just do that keeps people going keeps people in- entertained um and my final thing is word of mouth marketing is really gold so that's why getting those reviews getting those referrals being in those Facebook groups if you're a service-based business like word of mouth marketing there's nothing better that's why influencer marketing is so great when people trust the influencer and so having like real customers recommend you or write those reviews it is like worth its weight in gold so spend the time to get people to write reviews even if you need to give them a bit of an incentive to write a review write a review and we'll give you five percent off or ten percent off if you're generous or a free gift or just something that makes them be like yeah do you know what I'm gonna do it because people will genuinely do it but just giving them that extra incentive will make the difference for your longer term leads 100% that really really helps the local SEO with reviews so I'm always talking Ah. about different ways to get reviews so that is very very useful okay final tip for small business owners what would be your number one sort of like phrase that really badly what would be your number one um, marketing tip for small business owners this is your final piece of advice so make it good oh gosh (laughs) okay all the crap you've just (laughs) given before (laughs) I also feel like I just spitballed loads of ideas, but I think that what I was trying to get across with the last one was don't just see the big things and be disheartened. It can be something really small that can... Get creative. Yeah, get creative is what I'm trying to say. Okay, right. Sorry, moving on. So my, I'm going to give a little bit of advice. So my advice is to be consistent. Mm. Don't try and do everything can be everywhere so don't try and be on five social media platforms if there's one of you like you're already stretching yourself too thin five minutes a day goes a long way if you're sat up in bed having your morning coffee why don't you just write out your Instagram post when you're there like it's not the best but you know five minutes a day goes a long way use that time if you're commuting what can you do on your commute that is gonna Mm. just fill that time and have something ready to go um I think that another thing is that every single person, including me, who my full-time job is marketing, can be doing more. So don't let that put you off because you're always going to think with your marketing, I can be doing more. And everybody can be doing more. So that is something that can get very um, disheartening with marketing because there are so many channels and so many options. So just bear in mind you're not alone. 
be laser focused on who your audience is, because at the end of the day, that's who you're marketing for. So don't get distracted by, oh, there's a new social media channel. This looks really cool. doesn't matter if your audience aren't there. So just be really laser focused on them. Um, And with that, I'm saying be laser focused on them and where they are, what are their pain points and how can you solve that and create your content around them. Like, remember, they are the center of it. Invest in courses so that you can DIY it for while you can. And invest in courses doesn't necessarily mean you have to pay for courses. HubSpot, LinkedIn, Google, Meta do a bunch of free courses so you can learn different skills in marketing. Um, When you can afford it, hire a general marketer to help you when you get to capacity. It's really going to take a big lift off you. Um, And my final thing is Canva, which I'm sure you've spoken about. will be your best friend. It is my best friend. Before Canva, you couldn't do anything creative unless you could work Photoshop, which is really difficult. Like you would need a designer. And so Canva has opened up this whole world of you can do your own marketing now. You can look really sleek, whether that's making business cards, whether it's making a presentation, whether it's making a LinkedIn ad, whether it's making something on social, whether it's making your entire brand, you can do it on Canva. So like that is going to be your best friend as a small marketer, invest in it. And it doesn't take very long to figure out how to use it. And that's it. 100%. That was really useful. On the consistency thing, I would, I always recommend sort of people to read or listen to um, Atomic Habits because it really changes your mindset because I think it's so easy to think that you're different and you're like, oh no, I'll be able to write a blog post a week. No, no problem. I'm going to post on socials seven days a week, but you're not different. Like we're all the same essentially. Mm -hmm. And so with Atomic Habits, you really learn how to build consistent habits that stick and you can carry them over into your business. Um, thank you so much, Emma. Um, (laughs) This has been so, so useful. Honestly, this like, the value you give is just incredible. Um, so you could obviously listen to Emma at Marketing Nuggets on Shopify. Um, not Shopify. <laughs> Spotify. Those two names are very similar. So you can listen to Marketing Nuggets at Spotify, Apple, um, you know, everywhere where you get your iTunes. Um, do what's the best way to reach you? Is it Instagram or? Um, yeah, so either my LinkedIn, which just search Emma Windsor, and then I will pop up. And then I do have an Instagram, which is Marketing Nuggets, which I vow <laughs> as witness all of you on my podcast to do what I'm telling you to do. And I'm going to be I'm there. I usually just use it to DM um, people that have questions or want to talk about things. So if you've got any specific questions, DM me there or on my LinkedIn, and I'd be happy to help. I have weekly episodes up until Christmas. And then um, I might be taking a little bit of a break, but I'm sure Phoebe knows that having breaks in our podcast isn't good for our consistency. So yeah, yeah, (laughs) it's tough. It's tough, but you want a break. So I'm going to have a break uh, around Christmas. But yeah, weekly episodes. And I've got nearly 100 episodes. I'm on like 95 episodes. So plenty to go back and listen to if there's any kind of topics that you want to listen more on. That's crazy. Okay. Thank you so much, Emma. So from Marketing Nuggets at Spotify and Apple's, wherever you want it. Um, Thank you so, so much. All right. And that's all from me, guys. So bye-bye for now.